Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. Well, hello and good morning, my little love bunnies. It is 5.30 in the morning, raining here in North Alabama. I think it's going to rain off and on all day today. Um, I got a really good night's sleep last night. In bed, asleep by 7. So, and I slept really, really good. All right, what else is going on? Did you guys see this story about an FBI raid on a MAGA Trumper? Let me go see. I put it I put it out on my X feed. I'm going to go find it right now and read a little bit to you. It's kind of a very it's a little suspicious. Little suspicious, but I'm still keeping, you know, an open mind on everything. But you know, I don't trust anything or anybody anymore. Not the press, not the media, not the administration, not the government, anything. Now, this is what it says. Armed Trump supporter Craig Robertson shot dead in FBI raid linked to threats against Biden and top Dems. An armed Utah man was shot and killed by FBI agents during a Wednesday morning raid, raid number one, warning sign, linked to assassination threats against President Biden and other top Democrats, including Vice President Kamala Harris and Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. The deadly shooting occurred in Provo around 6.15 a.m. when the feds tried to serve arrest and search warrants at a home the FBI office in Salt Lake City told the Post in a statement. Okay, number one, there's your warning. This This article is going by what the FBI is telling you. A federal complaint obtained by the post from the Utah U.S. Attorney's Office identified the suspect at the center of the probe that prompted Wednesday's raid as 75-year-old Craig Robertson. An agency spokesperson confirmed that one person struck by gunfire had died, but she did not share any further details about the agent-involved shooting. The FBI takes all shooting incidents involving our agents to, or task force members seriously, the uh, statement read. In accordance with FBI policy, the shooting incident is under review by the FBI's inspection division. Sure it is. They are probably composing a story that will fit their benefit, of course. Now, this says Robertson, who described himself in his social media posts, as a MAGA Trumper, was facing counts of interstate threats, a threat against the president and influencing, impeding, and retaliating against federal law enforcement officers by threat. Now, I would like to see these threats, but at this point, anything that they put out now, I am not going to believe because it's too, it's been, it's too long already. It's too long already. That, but that's all the article says. But, oh, wait, wait, there's more. Uh, oh no, that's it. That's all there is. Wait, okay, sorry, there is more. I'm sorry, y'all. The 39-page complaint included numerous unhinged Facebook posts made by Robertson threatening to assassinate Biden and other senior Democrats, including Harris, Bragg, New York attendant, okay, blah, 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 blah. In a, in a status updated 
Earlier this week, Robertson, an Air Force veteran, suggested that he was planning to make an attempt on Biden's life when the commander-in-chief visited Beehive State later this week. I hear Biden is coming to Utah, Robertson wrote Sunday. Let's see what this says. It says, oh gosh, okay, here's, here's a post from February 4th. This is what they're putting out there. I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, it says, this is supposedly by this Craig Robertson on a Facebook post, but it sure doesn't look like a Facebook post to me. But whatever. It says, wonderful dream. I dreamed I was in a dark corner of a Washington, D.C. parking garage. I was standing over the body of the U.S. attorney, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to read all that. A bullet hole dead center. Now, come on. I just, I don't know. I find this hard to believe. Hmm. And then there's another. The FBI tried to interfere with my free speech right in my driveway. My 45 ACP was ready to smoke him. Come on. I just, mm, I, I got the, I got the weird vibes on this one. I'm not sure. What do y'all think? This is going to be a very short episode because you know what? I really don't have anything to remark on. I'm, I haven't really been paying attention to the headlines, to the news. I know there's horrible wild, wildfires in Hawaii, I think. Um, horrible, horrible wildfires. And what else? Oh, I guess the um, Joe Biden did an interview with the Weather Channel. That was probably stupid, of course. I just, I just don't know what else to say. I just don't know what else to say, y'all. Um, let me go see if I can find something else. I know I have the question of the day, and I had it earlier, so let me put this on pause and see if I can sit here and think and remember it. Hold on. Okay, question of the day. Tell me the coolest place you have ever traveled to. For me... It was when we were on our honeymoon and we took a Mediterranean cruise. It was an 11 day and night Mediterranean cruise. We went to four Greek isles and then we went to um, Naples, Italy, Rome, Italy, uh, Sorrento, Italy. And they were all wonderful. You know, I've always been fascinated as a young child even with Italy. I think I saw a picture one time when I was a little kid, of Venice. And I just thought that was the coolest thing ever to see, you know, those little gondoliers, whatever, in the water of city with buildings. And I thought, wow, that's really cool. And I had just been obsessed with everything Italian since then. So when we got the opportunity to go to Italy for our honeymoon, I, you know, I was ecstatic. It was, woo, loved it. Um, so everything about Italy, I loved. The Greek Isles were wonderful too. I think... The coolest play, the coolest thing though, was when we were in Sorrento and we um, went to this little uh, farm. It's they did like the limoncello, the olive farms, lemon farm, and they gave us like a cooking demonstration of fresh mozzarella cheese. How the process that they did that, and then they took us into this like little outside eating area up there, and it was like on the side of a mountain, and um, we just sat there and had like homemade bread, 
the homemade mozzarella, the toma tomatoes. We just sat there with strange people, not strange people, but strangers in our group that we were in, I guess, and sat in a round table and broke bread and had, and it was the food. It was just a simple food, but it was delicious. And it was just the coolest thing. I enjoyed that immensely. And then when, after our cruise, we went, we stayed in Rome by ourselves. We, after the cruise was over, we disembarked in Rome and we stayed there. Did I disembark? Is that the right term? I don't know. But uh, we stayed in Rome for a couple more days before we had to fly back to the U.S. And we got to go to the Vatican and we went to Mass in, at the Vatican. It was just amazing. And when we got into Rome and we stayed there for a couple of days by ourselves, I felt right at home. We rode the subway there. It was so cool. I felt at home in Rome. I've, I'm like, okay, I could stay here forever and not go back. <laughs> but anyway, I would like to go back again. I don't know if I'd want to go back now because this was like in 2008 when we went and a lot has changed since then. So I don't know that I'd want to go back over there at, in this, in these times, in these end times. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So anyway, that's all I have for today. You got, that's all I have for today. You guys have a great, Thursday and um, I'll be back tomorrow with hopefully a better episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. What's that? Who pays your salary? What's that? Who pays? What's that? We're not a democracy.